Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Um, welcome to the show. Now, before we start, can I just bring up the elephant in the room? Um, that uh, you, you have a false arm now. Um, what, what, what on earth happened? Well, I basically, I, um, I used to have four arms. Four arms, yeah. yes. Well, we all have four arms. That's, tr- that's true. <laughs> I actually had four forearms. Right. Yeah. On uh, the, right, okay, okay. Just the forearms or the full length? Just the forearms. Just the forearms. Um, And they weren't where arms should be. They were all on top of my head. Oh, my word. I know. It was terrible. Yes. Um, It was a long time ago. I used to conceal them with hats. Yes, I remember your hat period. Yes. Yes. Is that what that was about? I thought you were just a big Jamiroquai fan. I mean, I do. I love Jamiroquai. Oh, yes. We all love Jamiroquai, but not for the... We weren't doing it for the reasons that you were doing it. Well, actually, I had the forearms grafted onto my head so that I could be like Jamiroquai by wearing hats. Oh, my word. I know. And then the 90s were over and you suddenly regretted your decision. Exactly. And I thought I'd better go into comedy. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so you've, you've, you've had the forearms removed. I've had them removed and I didn't have any real arms, so I've had two false arms put on. Two? Oh, they're both false? Yes. Well, they're, they're looking wonderful. Thank you. Well, absolute, absolute pleasure. The uh, watch is actually, you, it comes with the arms. Oh, does watch. it? Yeah. <laughs> So that, that's how you know it's the left-hand arm. Yeah. Left-hand arm, is that how you say it? No idea. I think it is. No idea. It is. It is. Um, so it came with an engagement ring on as well. I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not engaged, but... Right. And now never can be. Exactly. Mm. It's like wearing a wedding dress as a joke before the day. You're cursed forever. Or I find if you wear a wedding dress every day, people are very unlikely to ask you. Or what, it's quite uh, a good defence. Actually, well, a friend of mine wears one every day, and one, someone did ask her because their real bride had done a runner, and they thought, "Oh, there's someone in a wedding dress. They An look all right." Understudy. Yeah. Just wandering around as a, a bridal understudy, just hoping to be found. Yes, exactly. I mean, that can't work out for the best very often, can it? I don't know. If you go to a place where there's a lot of jilting, yes. Um, <laughs> where are you thinking in, in particular? For some reason, Melton Mowbray. Yeah, Melton Mowbray. Yeah. There's a lot of jilting there. Yes, that's probably your best odds. I think people go there because they like the idea of going somewhere related to cheese. Mm. And then when they get there, they think, oh, life isn't all it's cracked up to be. Actually, do I want to marry this person? I'll wait until, you know, until the day. There are grooms as well in Melton Mowbray hiding in the bushes in the graveyard as well. Right, but it's hard to tell they're grooms. They could just be smartly dressed men. 
Exactly, exactly. You know. So they have to wear T-shirts saying, I'm a groom. Right, yeah. Over the top of the suit so they can quickly whip it off yeah. when the bride calls. Yes, because yes, yeah. it, take, it takes the sheen off the romance, doesn't it, a T-shirt. I, I regretted mine on my happy day. Um, but she had to tell it was you because you, you're a twin, aren't you? I am a twin. So you had to wear the T-shirt I saying had, groom. Because my brother was also there. He was the best man, dressed identically. Very confusing for my wife. Absolutely. Um, so if we could go back to the beginning of your life, um, just in conversation for now. Um, you were born, you learned to speak and walk, and presumably one or two other things. Um, then you decided to write. I could actually write when I was, as I was born. As you were born? Yes. Not before, as I was born. Right. I, I it just, was the birthing process yes. that sort of inspired you to pick up a pen yes. that was nearby. The pen, the pen was on a string, like at the post office. Right. Uh, as were you at the time. Absolutely. Uh, the pen was on another string. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, an actual string. An actual string, yes. Yeah. And so I grabbed it, and there was a bit of paper that someone had dropped, because in hospitals people drop paper all the time. They drop paper all the time. It's an absolute epidemic. Um, it's the main cause of bacterial infection, is the dropping of paper in hospitals. Um, and so do you remember what you wrote? I wrote a poem about being born. Right. Do you remember it? I do. Good. <laughs> how, how did it go? It went... what's happening? I can see red. I can see pink, white. I can see a midwife. What's that? A doctor. Ooh, my lungs are full of mucus. A paediatrician is coming. Ah, I can breathe, breathe, breathe. And then it was milk 50 times. Wow. (laughs) So quite a long birth. It was a long birth. Long birth. Yeah. But that's incredibly advanced. Really well, I am. Well, it was. It was very advanced. You think yeah. you peaked early, or have I you did. That? that was my best work. That was your best work. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, and did it did it become popular? This poem was it published? Anywhere? It was published. There's um there's a magazine for babies. Yes, there is. Yes. Baby magazine. Baby magazine. Baby magazine. It's, ba- it's about um, a quarter size of a normal magazine. Yes. Um, yeah. and they published my poem in that. Oh, that's nice. Yes. The yeah. babies did. Yeah, the, the babies, babies did, who yeah. published Baby magazine. The editor of the Baby magazine. Um, is much feared in yes. the baby magazine world. Yes, one of the most terrifying babies you've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. And because I had the... Oh, I didn't have the forearms on my head. No, they hadn't been no, grafted no, yet. They were grafted on there as a result of me becoming insecure because they wouldn't publish my second poem. Oh, God. How old were you when you wrote your second poem? Two months. Two months yeah. old. That's yeah. a long old gap between poems. Did you have writer's block as a two-month-old I had writer's old block, baby? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I did. I yeah. just thought, I, I don't know what to write about. I've written about milk too much. Yes. Yeah. You, you didn't have the life experience yet to really delve into. No, I didn't. No, what a shame. I know. What a shame. Because, um, yes, as you say, you'd written about milk. Or rather, you'd written milk. I'd just written milk yes. 50 times. 50 times. Yes, yeah. Yes. And then the second poem... I'm just imagining it, sorry. Sorry, yes, yeah. And I've finished. Yes, the second, <laughs> the second poem. Did you imagine it in capitals or lowercase? It was all in capitals, like it was being shouted at me, yes. Oh, that's the correct way oh, to right, imagine okay. it, yeah. Okay. I did Good something choice. very clever that you might not have imagined. No. Um, and anyone else in the audience who's imagining it may not have imagined this. Um, I wrote it in the shape of a bottle of milk... A bottle of milk? Yes. A milk bottle? A milk bottle. Yes. Because I didn't know what breasts were because I was a baby. But you knew what a milk bottle was. I did. (laughs) 
Everyone knows what a milk everyone, bottle we're is. We're born with yeah. that. We're born with that. That's the first thing everyone knows. That's it. it. It's in our genetic code. All mammals do. All mammals do. You show a milk bottle to a dog, and it'll go, yeah, what? Yeah. You show it a bone, it goes, what's that? What's that? Yeah. Can I try it? So, so do you think there was always that drive in you to, to create things? Uh, yes, there was. There was. So I moved on from poetry very quickly. How quickly? Um, at, well, at two months old. Two months old, yeah. your Once second the second poem. poem got rejected, I thought, that's it. Uh, this medium is dead to me. Yeah, I never read the baby magazine again. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, they went out of print shortly after. <laughs> they did. Yes. They you, did. You were probably the straw that broke that particular camel's back, I'm sorry to say. Well, and All of those babies are out of a job. But they're probably grown up now. They're grown up they're now. They're probably not homeless babies. They all work in hedge funds. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's oh, it fine. all turned out happily then. Yes. Um, so, um, because you, you eventually found your way into comedy, didn't you? But, but it, was, it was a long old uh, stony road. I mean, because you, you have so many skills, Izzy. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, how many skills do you have? 54. 54 <laughs> skills. And name them all for me now. <laughs> no, we don't need to go into that. I can do it. Yep. Can you? I mean, I don't know if they want you to, but fine. <laughs> Fine. Broad categories, all, all 54. Okay, outdoor pursuits is 10. Yeah. So that, that's 44 left. Sure. Comedy is three. It is three, I've seen her act. <laughs> 41 left. Dentistry is 41. 41, yeah. our dentistry. Which is an incredible number, considering that's more than we have teeth. Exactly, but there's a lot to dentistry. There is, there is a lot to it. Do you know what my motto, when I'm a, so I'm a dentist 90% of the time. 90% yeah. of the time? I only sleep for two hours a night. Right, okay. Yeah. okay. My motto is, just get that tooth out. Wow. Yeah, that's my motto. And is that more of a... Stop messing about. Yeah, just yeah. stop at you and... Get yeah. that tooth yeah, out. Get that tooth out. Now, is that your mantra to yourself when you're doing an extraction, or is that just your general philosophy towards all teeth? To all teeth. If anyone comes to me with any problem with their teeth, yes. I just say, stop messing about. Get that tooth out. Wow. I don't like fuss. No, you don't. I don't like anaesthetic. <laughs> I don't like having an assistant. It's a waste of money. These are all uh, different manifestations of fuss, in my, in my opinion. Absolutely. I don't like having a chair. No. I don't like having any instruments. No. An office. Absolutely not. I do it in my bedroom. Yeah. They lie on the bed. I, I hoik their mouth open with it's both there, hands. That's the medical term. I gaze inside. I give it a big sniff. Gaze. How, how long do you gaze for? Ten hours. Ten hours. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmarish experience to be on the other end of well, You wander into Izzy Sutty's bedroom. She hoiks open your jaws, gazes into your gullet for ten hours. Yeah. Presumably without speaking. Without speaking, and they can't speak. They can't go to the toilet or have any kind of refreshments. Right. It, that's important, is Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And then what happens? Then I say, and I look around, I gaze at gaze. each tooth. I really give it my full attention. Proper gaze. Yeah, and it, they will have complained. People are always complaining about their teeth. So, mm. they'll come, oh, I've got toothache and this tooth and this tooth. I gaze, I gaze, and I say, I know, I know which ones we need to get out. Just get on with it. Get those teeth out. All of them come out? Yeah, all of them. Wow. Yeah. You must have quite a collection of teeth by now. But do you I know mean, what? that's 90% of your time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think... I think if you didn't gaze into their mouth for 10 hours, you wouldn't need to be a dentist for quite such a high proportion of your life. I've actually never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably spend I'll try nine and a half. Or, you know, yeah. sleep. <laughs> yeah. Sleep, yeah. So um, you, you, you toiled uh, outside of the world of dentistry, um, in, in the world of entertainment, is it? I mean, like, like so many of us do, but, you know, you, you, you did this and that, you know, acting, music, carpentry. 
um, short film, and, and none of it was really taking uh, in the early days. Was that difficult? Was that a difficult time? That was actually the best time. Oh, was it? Yeah, because I thought this is just means that I should do dentistry. Yes. Yeah, that's my real calling. Yes. And then as I became more and more successful, it became more and more difficult to devote the time, the gazing time. The gazing yeah. time, yes. Yeah. So it was part of your method. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and and, and uh, so, so, but so you were happier then, you think? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're happier being... Less pressure. Less pressure. Well, certainly on you, but not on your patient. No, not on my patient. No. Yeah, pressure is important when you're extracting a tooth. Have, have any of them sort of been litigious, ever come back to you and sort of wanted to, you know... Well, actually, none of them can speak afterwards. So they... they the perfect they, crime. Exactly. And, and it's uh, a crime. I don't. <laughs> it's most definitely a crime. I, I wouldn't say you were a dentist so much as a uh, psychopath. <laughs> is what you do for ninety percent of the time. But we won't quibble. We won't quibble on terminology. If you'd like to see the next series of Inside the Comedian recorded live, then we have a monthly residency at King's Place Theatre in London. For full details, go to mrdavidreed.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And so, so, so those, er those early days, you weren't that interested in a career in comedy. Is it fair to say? No, it was, an, it was unfortunate that I was so good at it. Mm. Yeah, because yes. I didn't really want to do it. What but was your the first gig? Kept... Do you remember your first gig? I do. It was in Greenwich. Right. Yeah, in yeah. 2002. Yes. And there were three people in the audience. Right. Um, there were two builders who made me have five tequilas before I went on. Right. And um, the, third person? the third person was a dog. <laughs> they won't have paid. No, they, they won't. But the builders didn't know them. Right. So... They, they were a stray dog. They were a stray dog. <laughs> so two builders and a stray dog. Yeah. Did the, the dog try to get you to drink anything? 
Um, no, it didn't, but no, it did open its mouth for a bit too long, right. and I started to think. Oh, but then yeah. I thought, no, don't get distracted, Izzy. It's your first gig. You can't extract any of the dog's teeth. You're get on with comedy. it. You have I, I forgot my routine, yes. and um, I've got curvature of the spine, scoliosis. Have you really? Yes, I have. Yes. Like Richard the Third. Exactly like Richard the Third. He's my idol, actually. That's why. Is he? I, that's why I asked for scoliosis. Right. Okay. Yeah, oh, so. you, oh, it was voluntary. Oh yes, yes. It was. I did the same time as having the forearms grafted on to my head. Right. How long? How long did all these procedures take to give you a curvature of the spine and they took four t- forearms on the top of your head? 23 hours a 23 day. 23 hours a day? Yeah. <laughs> you get an hour off at the end. Yeah. How many days? For four years. Four years? Yeah. God, that was on the NHS, was it? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, these days, if you want, you know, you can have forearms grafted on your head, you can have voluntary scoliosis. Right. Um, you could have lots of things, an extra nostril, wherever you want. You know, it can actually be useful to have an extra nostril. Yeah. Because if you've got a cold, you can expel more mucus. Oh, it's still connected to the nasal Absolutely, canal. yeah. It can be on the cold. bottom of your foot. It can be... It you say it's very useful. What is the use of that? Well... I'm, I, I suppose you can It's quite you can a good party without, trick, without yeah. Without going in people's faces. Yeah, absolutely. If you hold your two main nostrils, you can sneeze out of your foot into your shoe... <laughs> on a on a date where you might be not want to sneeze or at the moment with coronavirus you know right. you might you can just sneeze very inconspicuously I'd much rather just be breathing my own foot smell in <laughs> in and out yeah uh, that's the only problem you can yes. smell through it as well so yes, you have to think very carefully a lot of 15 year olds have it done on a whim sure and they, you know sure, they have it, on, it yeah absolutely it's one of those things you know if yeah. Stormzy has it, everyone wants it. Oh, absolutely, and he has got it. If he you read his interviews, it. yeah, and he, you know, um, a lot of people have them on their bums, you know, as a kind of joke. And yes, then, yeah. I was born with a hole where my bum is. <laughs> a big hole? No, not a huge one. I mean, it's not quite a nostril, but you know, um, but it's you know, it's 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 definitely there. Really? Yeah, I've never been to the doctor about it because it's never caused me much of a problem. You get the occasional sort of discharge, but I just. <laughs> I just put it in a hanky and put it in a bin. <laughs> what colour is the discharge? <laughs> I don't like to look. Yes, you know. yes. I mean, no, no. No. Um, we've, we've talked about the, the difficult uh, period when you were just a dentist. You did hit it big at one point, didn't you? I mean, boom, suddenly, overnight, your career exploded. And, and you were cast in the biggest show on television, weren't you? I was. Yes. I was cast in This Morning. This Morning. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this? Incredibly funny. Yeah. Incredibly funny show this morning. I was playing everyone. Everyone. All the interviewers. Yes. Yeah. Philip Schofield, yes. Holly Willoughby, and all the guests as well. All the guests. It's all done with blue blue green screen. Blue yeah. green we, screen. We call it blue green screen in the industry. Yeah. And it, it means that it's turquoise, basically. Yeah, it's it's turquoise, yeah. yeah. So I, was, I play all the characters. How long did that take to film an episode? Because if you're playing absolutely everyone, you've got the costume changes, you've got the Philip Schofield prosthetics. <laughs> That you have to put on. Absolutely, it's very difficult. Yes. It's very difficult. There's a team of a thousand people. A thousand? Yeah. A thousand people doing that. And it takes 23 hours a day. Wow. Um, and what we do is we film, we start filming just after the show broadcasts. Yes. It's filmed as live, obviously, it's not live. Everyone no, knows that live TV is never live. Yeah. No, live TV is never live. So we start it at midday or whenever it stops. Yes. Um, and then we film it right up until it transmits. You say whenever it stops, because presumably you've never been able to watch it. Oh, I've never been able to watch it. And also I'm doing dentistry in, while it's on. In all the gaps. Yeah. 
right, yeah. okay, on all of your, your poor costume ladies, presumably. <laughs> oh, costume absolutely, yeah. And well. they can't answer back. They've got no teeth. Right, Yeah. right. It's a hellish picture you paint <laughs> throughout your life, this. <laughs> Leaving a wake of toothless people unable to tell what's happened to them. They've got laminated signs they can hold up in answer to questions. <laughs> well, that's very good. Do you provide that as part of the service? Absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely. Wonderful. Did, did you know at the time that this morning would be... Uh, the biggest comedy show on television? I did, actually. Yeah, I did. You knew at the time? Yes, okay. I knew. Yeah, well, I knew. I'd, I'm, well, when, when I went in for the casting, yes. I just thought, I feel like this is a quite a cult. Right. A cult favourite, Who this else show. went up for the part of everyone on This Morning? Bridget Christie. Yes. Um, Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas, yes. Yep. He'd and make a lovely Holly Willoughby, I think. I think he, he would, and actually, if I'm ever ill, he yes. does play Holly. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Do you know when she presents it on her own? Yes. That's Johnny Vegas. That's Johnny Vegas, because yeah. he yeah. can't do the Phil. He can't do Phil, and that's fine. He does Holly so beautifully. Yeah, yeah. It's a very different interpretation from me, but that's fine. Yes. Um, and I do get ill very frequently, because I'm constantly gazing into people's mouths <laughs> and breathing in all their germs. Yes, and, and only sleeping two hours a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I do it for the good of the people. Um, when I when I know when I went in, I knew it was a cult favourite. Yes. And um, have you ma- have you made any sort of uh, celebrity friends off the back of doing this? Now that you're you know you're you're big news, you're a big deal. Well, yes, I am. Um, yeah, I have. I've made friends with Rylan. Right. Um, because he's the other real person on this morning. Right. I'm literally everyone else, including all the guests. Yeah, whenever I see Rylan, I think there's a real person. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's right. That's he is. It. Yeah. He just yeah. oozes authenticity, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, if he's ever ill, though, yes, he is played by um, one of the Twankies. One of the Twankies. Yes. Which one? Um, the little one. Do you mean the Crankies? Yeah, the Crankies. Yeah. I call them. I call them. I call them the Twankies. Twankies. I thought you meant sort of like a panto dame. <laughs> oh, like Widow Twankies. One of the Widow. One of the twankies. Widow Twankies. Yeah. yeah. No, he's played by one of the Crankies, but I call them the Twankies. If if you know the Crankies well, they let you call them the Twankies. Yes, they do. Yeah. They yeah. do. I mean, if you know them really well, they let you do all sorts of things. But yes. Well, then they drop the tea. Yeah, they do drop the tea. <laughs> Where do you think you'd be if you hadn't booked the This Morning job? Um, well, at the, at the same time as auditioning for This Morning, yes. I had an audition for um, a show uh, that um, it's it's all filmed um, from the point of view of a mouse who lives um, in I, a mouse hole. So it's pitch black. You never see anything at all. That's right. Yes. Yes. Because uh, the mouse can see in the dark, but we, the viewer, can't. Yes. It's yes, not radio. I, it's not radio. It, no. it is on TV. It's on TV, but the screen is just completely black. Yes. I think I watched it on Sky One HD the other day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's felt great. On, but oh, is it, it, well, if you've, uh, you've got to be very sensitive yes. to artistry and perhaps, yes. well. well I enjoyed the squeaking. Yeah. I enjoyed the squeaking. Yeah. And then, spoilers, uh, the untimely death of the mouse. But yeah. apart from that, I, I, I don't know if I'll watch series well, seven and eight of it. No, well, I wouldn't. But, I mean, they did six series with the mouse alive, so you can't hear any humans talking. No. It's just the mouse in it's, its hole um, Well, it lives squeaking. in the country. It's, yeah. not, it's not near any people. And it's not near any people. And there is then a town mouse, yeah, that's right. isn't there, yes. who comes in. Yes. Um, 
and then they go again. They go then, again. Yeah, and often it's just silence and a black screen, and then it dies. That's right. Yeah. So I had an audition for that. Um, to play the mouse? To or play the hole. The hole. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Now, someone has to play the hole, so the actor playing the mouse can really get into so it. So who got the part of the hole in this? Uh, uh, the part of the, the hole of the um, in the end. Uh, who got the part of the hole? Let Mark me try. Rylance, and, yeah, it? yeah, it's Mark Rylance, yes. Mark Rylance yes. plays the hole. He can he, play anything. Well, actually, he had to spend 10 years pretending to be a hole in order to get into the role. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that explains a lot. Um... <laughs> After you did this morning, let's move on from this morning uh, and the job you didn't get with the mouse thing. Yeah. Um, the floodgates opened, didn't they? I mean, and luckily it wasn't with sort of like the dirty water and the, yeah. the crankies. No, it wasn't the crankies. It wasn't their floodgates. Um, it was the floodgates of, of uh, luckily, job offers. Uh, yes. You, you did yes. basically a bit of everything. I did you? everything. You did everything. I was in actually in everything. For, for one year, two yeah, years? For five years. Five years yeah. you were in absolutely everything. I was in everything. Every telly show and every advert. So, hang on. Did you play everyone in all television? Absolutely. Or you just... You, you did? No, no. It was me, David Mitchell. Yes. Um, and Jimmy Carr and um, Josie Lawrence. Right, yes. Yeah. Those were the four for five yeah. years. Yeah. Yes. The dark times, as we call them. <laughs> the dark times. You were very good. Well, we um, also, they weren't dark times to us, let me tell no, you. No, I'm sure. No. I'm sure. You probably earned a pretty penny. Yes, we did. Yes. That's yeah. how I'm able to afford to do my dentistry because I do it for free. Wow. Yeah. Again, n- you're not a dentist. <laughs> you're, if, if you're not even being paid, you're just attacking people in your, in your own home, which is, I mean, convenient, but, I mean, still strange, I think. Um, the world is still your oyster, is it, Sati? An, an, an oyster that you don't need to share with anyone. You can do what you like with that oyster. Um, it, the oyster is opportunity, is what I'm saying. It's not a... Um, so what is the biggest offer you've turned down, do you think? Ooh, the biggest offer I've turned down is probably to front a show about knitting. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows that that would be the most popular show on telly. Yes, everyone's always trying to get a knitting show. Always. Yeah. It's the next Bake Off. It is the next Bake Off. Actually, this, this is probably true. Yeah, <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> So, so why did you turn it down? I take it down because I'm too good at knitting and You're they would too... feel insecure. Right. Well, as the, as the host, you wouldn't get to compete very often either. Do you think you'd, you'd end up being too critical? Of I just think that I'd end up being too critical. They'd know the, my cat jumper. Sure. They'd know it right. in the knitting world. They'd know the blanket, as we call it in the house. Um, the blanket. You call it in the house. Yeah. I mean, is it a blanket? It's a blanket. They yeah. call it that in any house. Well, but we call it the blanket. The it, blanket. A capital oh, T and the a capital blanket. B. Yeah, it's the blanket. Right. It's bigger than the house. Yeah, it's bigger than the house. Right. Uh, so it has to be stored. We've had to kind of um, lose a floor so that it can be it can be kind of um, folded, folded yes. in a concertina fashion and stored in one half of the house. Wow. So if they've heard of the blanket, then how are they going to do good knitting on the knitting off? The knitting off. <laughs> yes, not knit off. The knitting no, off. The knitting the off. Knitting off. Don't That's, make it easy. No, they don't. I'm, well, it's very sensible um, that you turn that down, I think, because it sounds dreadful. And, <laughs> and it almost certainly will be on television by the time this episode is released. <laughs> We can claim, I can claim. You can yeah. claim that you own the, the rights to the, the knitting off. Um, and that's it. Izzy Sutty, thank you for letting us inside you.
Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. If you've enjoyed the show, then please help us spread the word by following at Inside Comedian on Twitter. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.